boys are tired. Boys, boys are, tired. are tired. Boys are tired. We're starting with sounds. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just, you know, after a long day, I'm just glad that my bottle of natural wine didn't fully bubble over and half of it went down the drain. <sighs> oh, that's good. That's right. That's what happened to you last time, right? Oh, yeah. Deloitteous. Mm. Mm. I myself, I, I, I bought a rosé tonight. It's a brand called Monster, and it is horrible. So It's as, almost as red as your microphone. I know. I know. I thought I would go for a super red one. It said it was dry, but That's a lied. lie. You yeah. know it's a lie. I know it's a lie. But what I, else I have speak- is seltzer as a weapon. To oh, water you can down. combat the dryness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, what, I was out on Saturday, and we asked, because the menu just said red, white, rosé, and bubbles. And we were like, so what does that mean? So Alex asked, so between the rosé and the white, which one's drier? The guy goes, they're both pretty dry, but, you know, the white's going to be a little drier. And I was like, hmm. She's like, all right, I'll go with the white. I'm like, I'm going to go with the pink because this, the internal part that is the after is this man knows nothing about whatever fucking wine he's opening so who cares worst case scenario i'm not drinking fucking chardonnay that's for goddamn sure yeah sure you know worst case scenario you guys could always trade once you figured out what tastes like what yeah well she just was like okay time for a gnt fuck this shit i was like great okay you just said no no thank you sir let's get to the gin and uh kept it pumping so oh that's great Oh, man. Yeah, it was a very ginny evening. I was like, oh, I had like four glasses of rosé. And then we were like, are we doing cocktails? And I was like, yes. Wow, cocktails, four drinks in. You're getting too old for this kind of thing, man. Don't you think? The four glasses of wine were over the course of like three hours. Okay. All right, fair enough. I mean, hey, I'm just saying, I don't know if I can handle drinking anymore. I think I'm kind of over it. The most I ever. Yeah, the most I ever drink is for this podcast. And, oh. you know, it tends to sit me down. That's why we have to start so early in the day. <laughs> While the sun is still out. Yeah. It's it's cocktail hour now. Yeah, sure. Excuse me. As I burp into the microphone. It does feel really out. weird to podcast virtually when it's light outside. It didn't feel weird to do that in person, but it's really disturbing. I don't like it. I find it strange to be attached to a computer at this hour. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't Because you know what right. I don't want to do? Be attached to a computer at this hour. Right. Except for the little computer in my hand where, that shows me funny videos that I go, <laughs> uh, until, you know, one in the morning. Wow, that's really what you do with your life? You bought this TV, you don't use it. You just sit on your phone and watch TikToks? I don't watch TikToks, thank you very much. Okay. No, 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 no. I watch YouTubes. And because the TV likes to update itself so often, it's like so slow to start that I'm like, you know what? I think not today. Mm-hmm. But, but this is how yeah. you're filling your days now, huh? Just silly no, internet I, I mean, videos and that's it. I Did I tell you I broke down and got the little like Super Mario 3D extravaganza? No, you didn't tell me about this. Tell us about this. Okay, so they they did a thing like, you know, for the Super Nintendo it was All-Stars and all the things from the regular Nintendo all in one and then lost levels. Yeah. So they did that for the Switch with sixty-four, the one from the 64, the one from the GameCube, and then one from the Wii. Okay. And as you're strolling through a target, as you know, as one does, and you, you know, just get your first shot and you're feeling a little spendy, 
um, you see one left and you go, I'm going to treat myself. I love nostalgia. Boop, 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 boop. Hello, can I have that, please? And you can you also ring me up for sponges and um, body soap? And they go, okay, weirdo. Wow, you're in for an exciting evening. I think that's what they're thinking. Someone's playing yeah, the switch like, in the bath. Wouldn't be... Actually, that's not a terrible idea. <laughs> Ooh. Don't give me ideas. Don't don't threaten me with a good time because the amount of bath action that I have been taking out of sheer body pain necessity has been an at all time high. I went through one like five pound bag of Epsom salts already. I just cracked into the tenor. Wow, it sounds like you need to make a return visit to the float tank. Let somebody else handle the salt and you get a nice uh, salty bath out of it too. That's more for like mind bathing. Sure. We just need to get the the you know the body stuff because when you leave a, a float tank, you are just also just a pile of jello because it's too much salt. So you're like, <gasps> all the pain is now on the surface. Like it would break me if I would have gone on like Sunday to go get a float. I would have been like, <gasps> the pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Speaking of too much salt, I think I'm moving a little slow because I just ate a big bowl of pasta. All carbs? You ate carbs. Wow. I ate, I ate carbs. I've been eating a lot of carbs because you know I was in the woods all weekend. For uh, don't you like have four like days. canned foods and tinned items? Yes, there's no carbs to take. Oh, there's plenty of carbs, man. That's all. That's all you're eating is carbs and protein, carbs and protein. You know, and it's all covered in salt because it's all freeze dried or otherwise preserved. So I'm not feeling so great. I feel like I had a nice uh, exercise weekend and got a lot of positive serotonin flowing but i kind of used it all up and now i'm just a big lump of salt sitting over here use it up in one day yeah i think so who how 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 does one do that you would think the positive vibes would last a little bit longer but when you're out there in the wilderness with your bros just getting very uh primal very primitive uh returning to society is a real bummer what were you all doing fashioning loincloths out of leaves and then pounding your chest like fucking like uh tarzan like yeah what, practically what is this? practically that's what it's all about you walk really far Oof. you make dick jokes you use some slurs you know you're out there no one can stop you no one can hear you scream i mean just you know sky daddy trying not to smite you with a lightning bolt you know yeah well we did get spite smited big time on saturday it was the only time i've ever camped in the rain i hiked all day in the rain and then slept in the rain and hung out in the rain it was uh pretty brutal frankly that's disgusting to me yeah i was thinking about you a lot on this trip because we talked about it in the lead up to it but man you wouldn't have made it you wouldn't have made it even on day one let alone the rain day oh if it would have started raining i would have been like y'all have a good time now I'm going to go find find a nice, warm, cozy place to see it. Yeah, you're going to head to the motel in Kentucky down the street. As long as there's, like, no dead hookers, like, it could be fine. I was going to say, it's probably the only nearby cruising spot, too. Yeah, so or it could make a couple bucks. You never know. Yeah. You it could know. be a profitable weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but the hiking was good, man. It really, it really got all the endorphins going. It got me flowing. I was vibing, but I don't know. Back to reality. It really sucks. Reality always sucks, you know? It's better to be on vacation, even if it's a hard vacation. I mean, as I believe Invoke said, you know, back to life, back to reality. That's right. What was the follow-up yeah. line? Then you put a bullet in your head? Um, No, I, no it, <laughs> it stays pretty mellow and chill. It stays you know? chill, okay. Yeah. I'll I try mean, to be I chill. did my own urban hike on Saturday. 
Oh yeah, where what'd you do? Did you go see shows? I saw. Okay, so this is I would like to kvetch a little bit about the state of locations for art in New York. Okay. Okay, you think like remember back in the day you could do it all. You could hit, you could do Upper East, you could do Chelsea, and then end on the Lower East Side because that's where you wanted to hang out at the end of the day, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, easy. Oh no! Now you're like, I'll do Lower East Side, and then you look at your map that you've handily drawn on seesaw and you go i have to do what i have to go to tribeca oh no 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 that's so far away but then i also have to go north of north of house for like one thing <gasps> i think we're gonna not do that oh no and on a saturday uh-huh. the first nice 80 degree like 75 80 degree saturday in new york so you're just batting away like finance bros and bros and hoes all down because that's they're all down there you're bobbing and weaving you got body con dresses out and you're like ah, why it's two um so it's a, a bigger journey to go from like you know the end of the willieburg bridge all the way to Cortland alley yeah and then do sure. little loop de loops and then try and buy a sandwich and there's 20 people and then you go i can't I, I i can't slow down because once once if you stop you die right so well, you got to keep it keep it pumping. Um, in will logic, if you're not walking at least at Olympic pace, Olympic speed walker pace, you know, yes, you're gonna die. You might as well just have a drink right now and only see one show. Precisely, yeah, because uh, it was like, oh, it'll take you about 12 minutes to walk from uh, Oliver Street up to Hut- uh, up to Hudson. And I was like, mm, cut it in half. That's about six. But I got to p- plot the right route. Plus, I got to get a slice of pizza because I'm dying. Um, so, you know. Well, it's good I to know you're of... keeping yourself fueled out there in the urban jungle. Lord knows well, it would be I... hard to make it a couple blocks without a slice of pizza. I wanted up on me, but it couldn't happen. I was so mad. Why couldn't it happen? 20 people online. I'm not doing that. Oh, oh, that's the sandwich you were talking about yeah, earlier. Yeah, that's oh, the sandwich okay. I wanted. And then what, what was I going to do? Go to Vanessa's and then be burping and smelling it in the mask all day no 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 no. that's why you need to get a mesh mask like demi lovato <sighs> that's not really someone i w- want to model any behaviors after oh okay apparently somebody Fish. at the the riot at the capitol on the 6th wore a mesh mask in homage to demi lovato that's why it's on my mind also to troll the libs i guess interesting mm-hmm. there was a picture of someone in germany who just wore like lace a, it's an old grizzly man who wore like a women's lace panty on his face as a mask and i was like mm, my man sir 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 it seems like you did not fish that from your lady partner's uh dresser i think you went out to the german equivalent of victoria's secret which what would that be i don't know uh Maybe he bought it from a vending machine, like in Tokyo. I don't think they have those there. I don't know. It seems very German. It does, you know? but like, there's no like an automat for underpants. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if the Germans are really there for that. Oh, like, I think they're definitely they're... there for it, but they're just a little more private about their perversions. At least, initially. oh, absolutely not. I guess no. not. That's true. Fair enough. I they take just, it back. The German equivalent would have like you know. If they weren't like skid marked, they wouldn't be in the automat because you know the Germans love the scat. That's right. It's less Terrible about the people. the front mess and more about the back mess. Yeah. Oh, 
That's why they made perfect allies in World War II, the Germans and the Japanese. Both sides of the coin, if you catch my drift. Never mind. (laughs) Front, uh, I'm like, like the Japanese, like front mess? They're into piss play? Well, yeah, sure. And just, you know... Anyway, we can we can change the subject. Can, I'm not yeah, comfortable. Yeah, we can move on from this. that, but I'm confused. Anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the state the state of the city, will state of the city report is the people who left who are terrible are back and they're worse than ever, worse than ever, and we have to get the guillotines and just march them down Prince Street. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's not only that. You were complaining about the galleries being far apart, which I feel like is a phenomenon that's been going on for a couple of years, if not more. I feel like every time I went to the Lower East Side, that map was like as if somebody had pressed it onto Silly Putty and then stretched it farther and farther apart. It's not so much that, I mean, so it's not that they're that far apart. Because, like, when you get to the neighborhood, they're all like, oh, there, it's right there. Oh, 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 and you're bing, bing, booming across the street. Like, you're, you know, in Chelsea, just like zigzagging, zigzagging uh, across the street. But, like, to get, I didn't realize that to get from. The Lower East Side to Tribeca is very hard. And I don't know every little stupid street that right. goes, you know. Rrr, 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 rrr. Um, sure, the grid starts or, to fall apart a little bit. And you have to get used to diagonal streets and little, uh, you know, little thoroughfares that are not always south of well Houston, trafficked. There's been no grid for miles, but south of the canal, it's a shit show. And it's like, oh, like Cortland Alley. I didn't even know that was real. I thought that was fake. Oh, I thought everybody That's where Andrew that Krebs is. And mm-hmm. I said, KS. Oh. Well, tell me about some of the shows now that you've gotten your little complaining about having to walk at all and not getting the proper sustenance out of the way. Mm. What'd you see that you liked? Well, see, I'm jealous now. I used to I used to despise going to see art, you know, as a bit, and now I miss it because I can't see it. So I have to live through I- you and your judgmental eyes. Yeah, I was gonna say, ooh, what a terrible, what a terrible place to be. Um, Zach Precop's last day, that show was great. I was like, wow, these are crazy. Zach right. Precop drawings always look like um, he just made a made a line on MS Paint and then used the paint bucket tool to fill it in. Kind of, but the way that they're painted is crazy. Um, crazy. I haven't seen a Precop in a few years now. Remind me, what what are they like exactly? What do you mean? Use your words. Not gestures. Mm, so, uh, they're, they're abstract paintings that have, like, line aspects to them, and they're very smushy. But then when you look at the lines, they're not lines. They're, like, little gradations of color. So all those lines are, like, little masked off little things. And you're like, ooh, baby. Like, one of the things was a, a black and white line painting. So it was just, like, black lines. But it was a black line and then a strip of the linen showing through and then the other side of the black line and then the white form. Uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, that's 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 smart and sexy. Can I have that?" Right, right, right. I do remember this now. So, in other words, the lines are f- actually formed out of negative space. They're like very carefully. The bulk of the painting is very carefully painted to construct the line work. It doesn't well, that start was just with one the of them. Line. That I've yeah. never seen before. That was a new new aspect that I was like, "Oh, that's so sexy." I wish I had assistance to tape for me. Mm. Do you know um, anything like else? in like a James Sienna way. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Do, do you know, is Zach Precop old? What's his no, deal? He's, he's, he's pretty young? He's How young. young? 40s? Younger. Oh, really? Older okay. 30s. I didn't yeah. realize that. He's been he's been around town for a long time. I remember seeing Zach can... Precop shows like 10 years ago. Mm, I don't know about 10 years ago, but 
I'm rifling because I have the, uh, I did the rare thing of taking the, uh, the thingy, the presser. Oh, oh yeah, it sure. His, it doesn't have his birth date. The presser's bad. It's very stupid. Well, uh, we've covered that at length in, in old episodes. One one title of a painting is based off of a mountain in California he heard mentioned in a David Crosby song, so that makes me automatically just go, okay, good thing, you make, <laughs> good thing you're not, don't speak in public, thank you. Yeah, never mind what your intentions were. Yeah, let's not talk about what you were thinking. These are just great, okay? They just look good, okay? Shut up. Don't, no, no. Uh, there was a group show at Ashes Ashes that was good. It was all black and white things. Um, there was some. Uh, well, linger on that Cheryl for Donigans a while. That were great. Oh, really? Cheryl Donigan is back, huh? I feel like she kind of fell off for a number of years. I hadn't heard about her in a while. No, she always makes things and does does things. But you know, she is the angel of death, much in the way of galleries, and much in the same way that I am of retail spaces. Like she shows somewhere and they close. So. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Group show at Andrew Kreps looked like it was painted by a bunch of undergrads. And I went, ooh, I thought you were the smart gallery. This is terrible. Do you think people are showing... space. People are showing only paintings because they need to sell shit, right? But they're so bad. It looked like... Do you remember that... Maybe this is before your time. But there was this kid at CA who would make who did these like figurative paintings of like the seven deadly sins but with like contemporary technology like oh my god lust is like swiping on a phone you've told me about this person before but i don't have first-hand experience of those paintings yeah it was like that it was like bad figurative painting i was like ooh, this is so bad with very so like one-to-one heavy-handed metaphors and just badly painted poor treatment yeah okay Poor treatment and stupid. What was, was the like, theme yeah. of the group show, ostensibly? 15 painters. Oh, it's one of those. Okay. Yeah. So Andrew we got we got fine. nothing. That we just funny. need to push some hmm? stuff out the door. You know? I guess. Or they were like, uh, it's the Thunderdome. 15 in, we book one of them for a future show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whoever sells first. Yep. Exactly. Uh, the Anthony Icona show at uh, Marinara was very good. He does those cup paintings things that are kind of gay but they're good. It's not like faggy painting. It's kind of like just kind of fun. Huh. I don't think I know who that is. That name sounds sort of familiar, but like, I think this is funny. Oh, sure. Like Will, man, is, Will is showing a me a in painting. underpants holding a shoe between his knees, but it's yeah. all cut painted paper. Oh, okay. In a collage. And it was in the sub basement of Marinaro. So it was like walking down into like a backdoor club. Cause like every la- like the floor that they didn't want you to see, it was pitch black and they put red rope light. So you were like at the cock in the back room. I was like, Ooh, this is fun. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. A little John wick lighting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Actually. Yeah. You, you right. You are correct. Uh, some John wickery. Um, uh, so that was good. I was like, Oh, that's great. I'm glad I got to see that. Um, and then just a lot of a lot of bad. Like, this is pretty bad. We don't need to say names of, of bad things, but I'm like, you know, when things are like hyper real painting, where it's like I'm abstract, but I use the crazy colors, <coughs> and like it's taped to hell, and the colors are bright, and then you look at the surface, and you're like, this looks like snot. This yeah, is yeah, disgusting. yeah. Disgusting. I think there's Ugh. a lot of painting that's that's like that. People that are not very careful about their layering or just pretty bad at technique, they tend to be the the loudest in the room sometimes. 
it's like I know this is made for Instagram because it photographs really flat. Yes. Because of all the local color and, you know, high keyness. But God, you look at the thing and you're like, this is so badly painted. Oh, it makes me so mad. Because I was like, oh, maybe it's oil. That's why it's doing that. That would be interesting. It's like acrylic. And this it, weird twist of events, it had title of thing, year painted, and dimensions and all that, like in vinyl on the wall. I was like, what the fuck are we doing here? Oh. The hole. That, I mean, that should have been the first give. Yeah, that it was going to be questionable is that oh I'm at the hole. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I vaguely remember the hole doing that in the past too. I don't know what it is. Some director there must have it in their mind that that's a good idea and doesn't look terrible and tacky. But there's only one director and apparently she's racist. So, um, anywho, what? Uh, who else? Um, there's a, I don't know. But, there's a Loring Gustin apparently down in Tribeca now. I was like, KS, what is this? There were some Son- Sonia Kantorowski portraits that I was like, fine, you want to make money. Go ahead. Sure, yeah. Someone will buy these. These are not that good. Um, group show at, where the fuck was that? Bortolami, which I didn't even know was down there. I was like, oh, you're here. Hi. Hey, I'll go in. Is it going to be brown and smushy? And it was like, no, it's sculpture. I was like, oh, okay. Um, remind um, me, because my brain has turned to mud, is springtime usually group shows? Why are there so many group shows going on right now? I feel like that's a summertime activity. I think it's mostly because it's like the first show set of shows that people feel comfortable going to see that they can invite people. Oh, okay, okay. So it's very that. Like going to Learning Augustine, like every other place you could just walk in, no one cares. But Learning Augustine, they were like, can you scan the QR code and so we can contact Trace? I was like, your door's open. I don't give a fuck. I got a mask on. But then the directors were in there without masks drinking wine. Oh, okay. Well, they must be vaccinated. So, so. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I see. This is not for you, scared person behind Plexi with a mask on. Right, right. It's for your bosses. Yes. yes. I understand. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, it's I like, did a freelance okay. job today, and um, it was very unusual because it was in somebody else's home. Which I, first of all, haven't done in a while. And second of all, they were vaxxed up. So the first thing they said when I got in there was, oh, you know, you don't have to wear a mask if you don't want. And I said, great. Thank you very much. I'm taking it off. And it was very, very weird to be in a complete stranger's home uh, under more or less normal circumstances again. It felt really good, you know. Nobody had to social distance. Um they offered it up. It was it was really great. But it sounds like over there, the directors of the galleries are like, no, still make the plebs do things. Well, last time I went through Chelsea, there were still like people behind the desk sans mask because I think like some director was like, no, it looks bad if you have a mask. Just sit in your plexi cube, journal. Right. <laughs> right. And I was like, ooh, ooh baby, you gotta you gotta quit this place. You need to leave, run away. Um. Yeah. And then I did go to the Hunter MFA show. That was part of the going back the other way. And I was like, oopsies. I forgot. It's all the way over there. Fuck my life. Oh, yeah. So you backtracked over to Hunter MFA. How was that? It looked like a, you know, when you look at paintings and you're like, these are grad student paintings, clearly. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you do the thing and you're like, no, yeah, that's a really smart painting for, you know, yeah, it's like heavy handed, but it looks good. Painted well. I was like, oh, you're doing something with your time. Like, right. there was one I was like, I would buy that because it's smart enough 
and stupid enough. So ding, 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 we have a winner. Um, but you know, you know, is the it, oh, I also, is the Hunter MFA show still a big deal like it was in the past, where like gallerists will go there and try to get people and stuff? I feel like it used to be one of those type of things. I don't think so. I was reading what, what did I read a thing? I read a like a headline of an article that was like it was like oh it's MFA season time like time for like it was like an artsier thing like it's time for you know, you know galleries and you know, you know collectors to go scooping things up. I'm like no one does that anymore. What the fuck are we trying? No. No one does that. No. Nah. Yeah, I feel like that stopped right around the time we exited grad school. If not it before stopped in then. 2008. Yeah, yeah. That's true. At the, with the fall of like the Gildan Grayskull era, like and the Rivington Arms, like no, you weren't getting plucked, and no one was pulling. Like we, when we arrived in New York, that was the last era of like we'll go to Columbia, I guess. Like I don't know, it's very far uptown. Like that was the last time that anyone even like thought about doing that because right. you know Yale was a smoking ruin. Yes. So they were like, we don't have to go to fucking New Haven anymore. Yay! Thank God. Right. Yeah. Um. We can just go up to Fordham, up, or not even to Fordham. You know, Upper West Side. Great, 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 great. And they were like, Hunter. Mm, well, Robert, Bobby Morris is on his deathbed, so I, they can't be that good. You know. Right. So I, the, all of that, like, I don't know. I did it for you know for our future guests to be. Yeah, like, yeah. Let me course, go see the course. thing to have conversation. Um. But then I was like, hmm, my paintings. I really like that because it was like a you know those um. Like steel um, utility shelves, yes. That have the like holes drilled in that you like slam down on the X frame. Yeah, it was just a skinny painting with a bunch of holes drilled in it, and I was like, "No, it's this like hole and holes cut on the thing. It wasn't like painted." I was like, "I like that," um, but oh, it's not. Yeah, that's an. I mean, that's a nice little effect. It sounds like I'm. I'm trying to construct a mental image of it. It sounds like it'd be. Uh, Right up your alley look, in a certain sense, it like looks a single like a gesture dupe of a thing that I know was done in twenty two thousand seven that costs a lot of money. Uh huh. And I was like, ooh, it's like getting you know the knockoff Eames. I was like, ooh, right, ooh, I could get one for cheap. Hmm, interesting. Um, in but the you same didn't way, make walking... an offer on it. Hmm. You didn't make an offer on it. I don't have that kind of money. I don't have hundreds <laughs> of dollars. I do have hundreds of dollars, but that's for me. Right. For luxury goods, not for paintings. For like scented students? candles and no. Mario video games. For $200 fragrances, thank you very much. Wow, $200 fragrances. What kind of fragrance costs that much? Dutch ones, um, which I still didn't buy because I was like, I can't do it. I don't, think I, I, I don't think I can be that person who's like, I live in Bed-Stuy and it's just so luxurious here. And yes, everything is just so... Mm. Now, when you say fragrances, are you talking about man cologne or are you talking about candles now? Cologne. Oh, wow. It smells really good. And my I, sample's almost gone, and I'm like, mm, fuck. Yeah. Well, you might have to bite the bullet and get it, man. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not a cologne uh, wearer. Aficionado? No. I think I found a dupe for 70 bucks, and I was like, that seems reasonable. Okay. All right. But I don't want to spend the seventy and be like, not as good. Now I'm on seventy bucks. Just spend the two hundred. It'll last you a couple of years, right? You don't go through cologne like it's fucking bar soap. You do one spritz on chest, one on the wrist. Rub that in behind the ears. It goes faster than you think. 
Oh, okay. How many days do you think you could get out of $200? What? How many days worth of cologne do you think you could get out of the $200 bottle? The the free sample that was like a little teeny tiny little vial lasted a month. Okay. Well, you know, if you're only talking about a dollar a day or something, it's definitely worth it then. Think about it that way. That's true, I suppose. But it, uh, anything over, like we've talked about in the past, my price threshold for single objects is $75 where I have to think about it long. Yeah, that makes anything sense. Anything under who who gives a fuck, I don't care. When we get into that $75, 80 I go, Ooh, I don't know, I don't know if I can do it. Because it just hurts. So, like, you know, granted, like, I just pay bills and I'm like, excuse me, here, take money. Um, but that's one of those things, like, if I bonus this month, maybe that'll be my May treat. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like my pre-birthday treat. Oh, nice. You need a pre-birthday treat, a birthday treat, and a post-birthday treat. Duh. <laughs> you need I don't know two of each for... because you're a gemini so it's going to cost you extra how dare you why are you making this more expensive for me i, I, I don't know you're I digging your four hundred dollars for treats i have but i don't want to <laughs> you do want to you just have enough i would fiscal love to but i don't have the to. money to double treat you know you know it would be it would be lovely, but you know someone's got to do the upkeep by the fresh greenery and like you know. Sure, sure. All I'm saying is I think the cologne would be a good investment. I think you're talking about something that you're going to get a lot of life out of for the value. Yeah, but like you know that again, it's it's hard also to spend money on things that are purely for yourself for your own satisfaction because you don't. Well, that's not true not of a... the cologne. That's not true of the cologne. That's for other people's enjoyment as well. No, it's for me. Well, of course it's for you first, but why wear cologne if other people aren't going to smell it? So it's also for other people. Oh, I mean, scents don't usually last long on me, so that's why I'm like, it's really just for me in the morning just to be like, all right, we're ready. Well, you know, it puts a little pep in your step. It it gets you ready for the day. I think that's also worthwhile. Either way, it's not just for mm-hmm. you. It improves your mood, you know, makes you a better manager probably. A little peppier in the morning, a little more accepting, perhaps. No, okay. you're overestimating the power of this like smelly juice. I don't, I don't quite. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't give it that. Much. Like, mm, you're better off buying two hundred dollars worth of jewel pods. It sounds like. No, even that. Like, I had a lovely time. I know we talked about this uh, the last time. Like, I had a lovely time on Saturday going out and smoking real cigarettes because I was like, guys, we're going out. Great, let's smoke ciggies. And like, I did not break the seal. My friend Mikel was like, one cocktail in. He's like, I was like, oh, are we doing reels? And he's like, yeah, what the f- I don't, I don't do that. I'm like, great, great, great. Got a lighter. Let's do this. Because I brought my little pack and I was like, ooh. And it was, <sighs> that's when I felt New York was back. <laughs> I can smoke outside and no one's judging. Mm-hmm. Great. Love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I mentioned it also last week, but I did the same thing around the campfires and stuff. There's nothing like smoking real ciggies sometimes, you know? Although I feel like in a different way, I earned mine, you know? I earned mine after 10 miles walking around Manhattan. Well, okay. You walked double the mileage that I did. I just did it on rougher terrain and in the rain. I did it in beautiful sunlight with a, you know, lavender lemonade in my hand, you know? 
Um, it's a little different, but it's still very far. Again, you did not have to fight suburban tourists and people who are going out for loud birthday brunches at 3 p.m. Mm, well, wow. It really does sound like New York is back, you know? It's, hey. But it's the worst people. I was at... It's always uh, been those people. It's the same people. I was at... Eh, no, these are... I, they think that, like, oh, everything's back to normal. It's fine. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't have to be a cunt. Like, mm-mm. I, we all who were here all agreed that we would be chill, and you are bringing this, like, you're harshing our mellow, and fuck you. Like, when I go to MNO to buy a sandwich, and I'm getting, you know, first-class A treatment because I've spent thousands of dollars there over <laughs> the course of many years, um, and then the guy who makes my sandwich goes, I'll ring you up over there to go run these girls, like, because it's Russian, like, oligarch daughters wearing all Gucci and Louis Vuitton. He's like, I'll take you over there. And then, you know, she, like, cuts from me, like, oh, I don't know how you got in front of me. And I was like, and I couldn't hear because I was like, I don't know, accent and mask. I can't understand what the fuck you're saying. And then he's like, oh, you were in line? The guy ringing me up. Oh, you were in line? I, I, didn't, I thought you all were together because you're buying one bottle of water each and paying with a credit card. <laughs> and i was like my new york is still here Very yeah good and then she goes like to me on the way out you don't have to apologize i don't know i guess you don't have to apologize and i was like I was like bitch what man the russians are really he, bitchy and confrontational it is part it of was, their national character it was rough and the guy looked at me and he was like yeah fuck her all right let's do this <laughs> I, was like, I was like so who doesn't change does it he's like nah assholes still come i'm like all right mm-hmm. very good and i just threw a bunch of money in the tip thing i was like here you guys are great keep doing what you're doing thank you feed feed me now um but i was like oh god you people are back the euro trash is back in hard they're coming in hard yeah they, I mean, I they hate it they got that astrazeneca astrazeneca vaccine they're getting blood clots they're ready to go i know I'm they're like, laying I'm it like, all like, on I the line you. just to buy some cheap jeans I know. I was like, oh, I hope that this makes it worth it not to pay VAT. I hope that that blood clot in your leg really hits it and embolizes on the plane ride. I really do. Oh, <laughs> mm. DVT. You know, you know about DVT, deep vein thrombosis. I feel like I've heard that before, but explain to me what it is because I don't remember. Oh, I I don't know actually what it is, but I thought it's like a kind of a blood clot, blood clot where you just get that tingly leg. Oh yeah, okay. For sitting for too long, yeah, like, yeah. That's why uh-huh. you have to like get up and walk around on a plane if it's too long, because otherwise you'll get DVT. Yeah, that sounds right. Which is like my my fear flying to California. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna get DVT. I'm sitting for too long, and then meanwhile on a Sunday when I'm dead, I'm like sitting for eight hours. Yeah, but you're also lounging. You know, it's different when you're on a couch versus in an airplane chair. Yeah, I'm not at an angle by any means. Right. You, you you have a point. I I, I cede your point. I, I I cede you the point. Yes, very good. So did you like to go back to camping? So did you go back to did you like climb every mountain, sing every song? Like what like what does? Because also you in a rainstorm on on a hike is a terrible combo. Why? Because I would be in a bad mood. Is that what you're getting at? No, you would just automatically fall down said mountain. Oh, that's true. Yeah, no, I, I, I wasn't at risk of falling down too often on this trip, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I was in a bad mood, I'll tell you that much. I don't know how committed I am to camping when the weather's bad. 
It is nice to know that you can survive it and that you can get through it. Once you're through it, all the memories are good. But at the time, it's not a very enjoyable experience, I have to be honest. I've seen you get wet without an umbrella, like in, you know, moderate conditions and you're cranky. So like to be actually raining and oh yeah, no one can see that I'm like doing the like hiking with sticks motion, you know, like. Well, the good thing is, is I had enough gear to stay somewhat dry myself, but I couldn't keep my belongings dry. That was the that was the hard part. It was raining but so hard. The point hard. is to keep all the things dry, right? Yeah, yeah. It, that that is the point. And I and I made a valiant effort, but it was just raining so much and so hard that I couldn't hack it. So my bag so got a little it... bit soaked through, and my sleeping bag was wet, which is Ew. exactly what you don't want. I did managed you sleep to keep in the my wet sleeping bag. I had to. What other choice did I have? I mean, the lucky thing is, is that these modern sleeping bags, even if they get wet, they still insulate. So you're not cold, but you're just damp. That's gross. That's like sleeping in a shoe. Yes. So I was sleeping in a shoe and it made me very stinky. Yeah. I was going to say, did you smell like, oh, oh, I don't know. You would have to ask Ron. He picked me up when I got back and I hadn't showered for four days. So I must have smelled pretty freaking ripe at that point. I'd also just gotten finished eating Swenson's too, so that you was just the You went out in public after that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Disgusting. The day after the hike, you would have really appreciated. That's the best part because you've just been in the woods eating nothing but your provisions for three days, which you know aren't scant, but aren't the best quality food in the world. And we got out and I ate half a pizza with anchovies on it, and then later in the day went to Swenson's. And had a galley. So boy. you doubled down on the I'm gonna smell like complete ass. Yeah, yeah, why not? I mean, at that point that it's already done. There's nothing I can do about it. On my urban exploration, I had to stop at the CO Bigelow, you know, apothecary from, you know, nineteen two or whatever, just to get like aloe wipes for my hand for my fingies and my face, because I was like, I feel sweaty. <laughs> Oh no! I, I wore had, the like chip dust and it couldn't go away with hand sanitizer. So I was like, "Well, I got to get the wipes. Got to get the wipes, you know." And got to consume away I don't know. all of those uh, slight inconveniences, all those discomforts, you know. No, it I wore did. the same did, clothes for four days, man. The what? same. I wore the same underwear, the same socks, the same pants, and the same shirt for the whole time. I changed my socks on the very last day. Just because I'd carried the clean socks the whole way, so I figured I might as well use them. Not to be uncouth, but how 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 do you not have gangrene on your balls? That's disgusting. Four days? Mm-hmm. No. That's no. just what you do when you're out there. There's no other choice. You can't carry that much stuff, you know? Yeah, you get some wipes and some dry dry goods, dry under 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 things and socks. Maybe a fresh clean t-shirt. Mm, you know, I had that stuff with me, but I just decided not to use it. After the second day when I got soaked through, it didn't really seem like there was any point in putting on anything dry. You might as well just suffer for the rest of the trip. That was my mentality. That is the worst mentality in the entire world. It's like getting shot with an arrow. You have to pull it all the way through before the pain No, subsides. you leave it in. No, you pull it through. Okay, so no, they you say. should never go to an archery range because you will die because you'll be like, oh, no, I'll just rip it out. And it's like... Well, he's gonna. That's and that's where he died. That's where the mistake was made. Where he died, he pulled out the arrow and then bled out. He should have left it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I don't really know what else to say about camping, man. Other 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 than that, uh, I enjoyed the challenge of it, and that, like I said, it's completely wiped my mind. Is that a good or a bad thing? Um, it's probably a good thing, but it feels kind of bad. I I, I don't know. It's like I did too many drugs. You know what I mean? Did you actually do drugs? No, I didn't do drugs, but I did smoke ciggies. Which maybe that's oh. why I'm feeling bad. I smoked almost an entire pack of cigarettes over the course of the trip. That's not terrible. No, it's not. And it was only at night. You know, you can't really smoke while you're hiking. That's a recipe for a disaster. You need your lung capacity. <laughs> I would argue that you one hundo can. It's a ter- it's ill advised. And that's a city person where I'd be like, oh, okay, we're at the like scenic overlook. Great. Oh, no, no, no. You can't great. do that. This is beautiful. <sighs> yeah, it really feels great to be alive, doesn't it? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's got the champers? Okay, great. Someone give it, give it to me? Thank you so much. Great. Oh, man, I would yeah, love to see to what, alive. what you would put together as an amateur hiker and camper, like what you would think was necessary to bring and how much that pack would weigh. We're already up to champagne and at least an extra pack of cigarettes in there. I w- no, no, no. What I would do is get a camelback and fill it with rosé. Duh. Oh, Jesus Christ. So that way one one would be water and the other one would be, you know, wine. So like, <laughs> depending on how I was feeling at the moment, I'd be like, hang, hang. Just to really dehydrate myself, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, just to counter that water. You can't get too hydrated and feel too good. You don't want that. No, because how, how else do you sweat it out the next day? True, you know? Hmm. You know what happened to me that was kind of a miracle or a blessing in disguise, I should say, is I didn't poop for the whole time. I don't think that's very healthy for you. No. But I didn't no, have to squat bad. in the woods, which was great. That's not something that's that I look rip forward out to asshole. on a camping trip, you know? You don't want to have what? to go in the you don't want to have to go in the woods. It's not a good scene. You know what I mean? Why? Because you don't have a toilet. You got to find a log to sort of hunch over or something. You have to dig a little hole. Make sure that your matter is dealt with in a proper fashion. I didn't want to deal with any of that. So I just held it in the whole time. Oh. And believe you me, the pizza place on the way out, they regretted it. (sighs) I I was just thinking about this because I needed the five because I needed to to have a moment. Me and the tushy had to have a a good heart-to-heart. Um because oh, I was really? like, you know, if I am in a bad mood if if the morning doesn't all go well. Sure. Like I'm automatically just like pissed. I'm like, well, I don't feel light and I don't feel you know, spiritually and physically empty. Right. The the cologne can only disguise so much. I mean, I'm not like sharding down down the way, but like I I do need to like start the day moving. Sure. So if I don't get that, I am mad. So mad. And then I was like, oh, is this the age where you have to like have a fiber moment? Which I tried and I don't like. I'm like, mm, not for me. What did you try? Did you try some like old person Metamucil type shit? Or what are you talking about? Yeah, here? it's called psyllium husks. Oh, wow. It's that big powder thing. Yeah. And you mix it in water. But if it's not Metamucil, it doesn't taste like orange and it just tastes like chalk and you want to die. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So you actually experimented with this and decided against it, huh? Well, yeah. As a person who, you know, really has to rely on butt stuff for all things, for all, you know, certain things. Sure. You know, you have to make sure you're 
Is that the new term you know, for gay people? Should we car- start calling them people of butt stuff? <laughs> P-O-B-S. P-O-B-S's? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I no, because there are some people who don't do that. There are some people who are sides, and I go, what? what okay. Wait, 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 wait. Now you're going to have to explain to me what that means. I don't understand that. If you're a side, you're not a top or a bottom. Do you only do mouth stuff? Really? That's what a side means. Side, you know, mouth and handsies. Sure. Uh, I guess you got you know you could you could survive on that. Uh, with str- with strangers, that's probably a great idea. Yeah. You know, until you're like, do you have crabs? You know, until all of that's kind of sorted out. Um, probably a great idea. Um, but like for any sort of known quantities, you're like, we can move on from this, correct? Um, but yeah, that is what a side is. I almost wish that was a possible option for straight people too. It is. I guess it is. It is. But I've just never heard of such a thing. I mean... As an orientation. You know what I mean? Maybe you have a session here or there that is a side session. But uh, nobody identifies with that only. I mean, I feel like women would really enjoy being sidey. I don't know, man. I don't think so. Women Women don't like to perform on men necessarily very much yeah but the reception and i get it yeah and the reception and sure everybody loves that yeah everybody's happy you gotta put it you know you gotta put in a little work to get you know the relief at the end of the day you know yeah sure so do sides just 69 with each other what if two sides meet up i mean the world ends so we don't want that to happen oh it creates like a black hole it's a vortex yeah they just yeah it's an infinite ouroboros yeah And God forbid they're not the right height, because that's just going to be a mess. Mm, yeah, it's a human centipede of cum. Well, like, someone's going to hurt themselves trying to, like, be like, I can't reach. Ah! <laughs> oh, God. Like, it's not going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I forget Moving why we started <laughs> talking about this. <laughs> Moving on. This is after show behavior in the, in, in the free feed. Yeah. Ooh. How terrible. Well, when you get introduced um, to a new concept like that, you have to explore it a little bit, you know? You get a little distracted. You're yeah, like, you have to find out its implications. Yeah, the implications are just like, uh, I don't know you, so like, no. Truly, just like, I it, I think most people are, are deal, everyone is aside socially, where until you know someone better, you're not really giving them, you know, the shit. That's true. Full personality. Yes. You know, like when you're just like, oh, hi. Yeah. (laughs) Like you maybe get like a little deep and you're like, oh, maybe I can jive with this person. And you really can't like understand the depths of, you know, your uh, social compatibility until you, you know. Right. Right. All small talk is just a verbal hand job. Everybody understands this. (sighs) It's not even a handy. It's just like an overpants, you know, caress. Right. Um, and then even then you're just like, oh, I don't know, it's non-committal. Um, but like everyone does that. Everyone behaves that way. Like, uh, you know, at first blush, it's very difficult to like. I I don't know. I'm having a hard time trying to describe this, but like, I think that there's like, and I also go through waves of this with th- certain people. Like in my knowing them for a long time, like sometimes it feels like you know everyone's down to clown, and then sometimes I'm like, oh, are we like back on the surface? Like what's going on? Like it gets very, you know, 
I don't know. Or it's just depending on the amount of drinks had that, like, you know, the deeper the the deeper everything goes. Sure. Um, I, I definitely think it's situational. It can depend on the number of drinks. But even if drinking is not involved, it just depends where you are in the day or in your life. Um, you know, how open you're willing to be. Yes. And, and that that's also one of those things where, like, you open doors and close. Like, yeah, you're, or it's a window. It's not doors. It's window. You're like, sometimes you're like, too hot. Gotta right. Right. Everything. No filter. Let it all in, and then let it all in. Let it all out. Give me all your shit. Uh, oh, here, have some of mine. Yeah. Throw it, and then sometimes you're like, "Can you maybe? We're not talking about that right now because I don't, I don't have time for your baggage. Thank you so much. You right. know, like sure. Or you're just kind of disinterested in it, and you're like, "Jesus Christ, keep it in." Like, yeah, I think part. I think part of that is uh, maturing as well. I I don't have a lot of time for people's baggage necessarily, but I don't think that uh, having a in-depth conversation with somebody necessarily involves drama or baggage all the time. But yeah, that's definitely boring conversation. I'm not not that interested in that. There's a difference between baggage and drama because there are sometimes when people like have the window open for show, but it's one of those like old busted windows, and really they're just kind of holding it up just to have the drama, and then they drop it, and it's like got the safety thing, and just like, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll come down and crush your fingers. Well, no, it'll still be half open, but it's more about the oh, like sudden stop motion, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa what, why, what was all that, and now we're here, like what, right that's all fair and then okay you're confusing um yeah i don't know i think part i think part of i think part of the reason i'm struggling here tonight is that being being in the deep woods everybody's all the way open you know what i mean there's no hiding anything when you've just hiked in the rain for five miles everybody's mood is is right there and when you're amongst good friends you know it's it's all pretty automatically raw. raw yeah and even even when the conditions aren't bad when the weather is good and you've just had a successful hike and a nice night you're still all the way open with your bros you know but this coming is, back to civilization who, you like, have work to work out together always down. are like closer um yeah probably that's probably right because exhaustion leads to openness right yeah i think so i think exposure also just leads to openness because at a certain point you run out of things to talk about you know and you have to start revealing certain things oh i don't know about that but as a famous withholder, I don't know. I, I I can't speak to that really. Yeah, but I don't know. I think a long uh, you're just a type of person that requires a long period of exposure before you uh, allow someone to learn anything about you. But then once yes. you know, once you're at that level, you're an open book. Yeah. Once you're once you're allowed to know where the filters are, you can probably uh, you know deinstall them, and then I go, okay, whatever, fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why, is this on your mind for a particular reason? No? No. No, I was just thinking, like, uh, like I, you know, you think about, like, because, um, it's, well, it's it's only in my mind in terms of uh, thinking about sociability in terms of, uh, again, the world reopening. Like, these people, like, watching people who are just, like, acting a fool in public in the daylight, I'm like, <gasps> like, as it, as if all, as if, like, social norms aren't strained and i think a lot of it is actually like trying to reclaim some of like what they think they lost by like you know fleeing or whatever and then coming back like oh we're back the party like 
anyone who's been back for a while or stayed the whole time is like yeah we're whatever like it it's not that it's not performative in the same way as what i saw like i feel like what i was witnessing was so much performative like oversharing and people again just being sloppy as fuck because the public again the public's gonna be bad but like it just seemed like a lot of like over the top sociability that i was like because it was loud it wasn't like the joy of walking and having like a shared table or whatever is like you know we're having some deep conversations that might be you know have deep stuff and then have fun light shit and then deep stuff and you know normal conversation amongst close friends right right but you know that's different when you're like surrounded by like a fucking pit of hell of like we're up and you're like shut up like it, it it really does kill the mood of sociability with people who have relationships when the vibe is bad i i feel stupid talking about the vibe of things but it's like you're really killing what the whole point of going out in new york city is you know yeah right i wonder how much of this is related to people that left or came back i don't think it has very much to do with that i you know i think you might just be noticing it more well maybe i I think it's also i'm noticing like god how old am i yeah, people for sure. are acting such like asses. And I'm like, did I do that? Probably. 100%. Right. But like, I'm like, looking around, I'm like, you all are also old. Like, what are you doing? You know, like, when you're seeing 28-year-olds be peak 28, you're like, oh, you need to calm the fuck down. This is annoying. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. But you, you, gotta, you gotta just kind of let them have their moment. You know what I mean? I think you got to take it in stride a little bit more. Well, it seems to be bothering you to a, to a degree that it shouldn't. And you got to give people a little bit of extra leeway because the world is reopening again. And, and imagine what it would be like to be in more peak years of your life. Like, you know, to have missed an entire year of your mid twenties is kind of a big deal. So if people are a little stunted and they're kind of wiling out, you, you yeah, got to let them going have to it. grad school. That's what you do in your late twenties. You're like, I have to mm. miss out on life for a year. Like, that makes sense to me. Like, well, that's oh, the thing, but all these students that did try to do that just ended up having to do it on Zoom. Like, everybody's a yeah. little bit fucked up, you know? I think you should take uh, it easy on the noisy people. Um, no, because they're... They're loud. having the fun that... You, they're having the fun that y- you're past. I get... They're having a fun that I'm like... The, like I'm, Or maybe it's a recognition of, that's not fun to me. Yeah, Whatever I think doing, that's what that it is. That is not fun to me. And hasn't been for so long. Yeah. You know? But it's not jealousy. It's just like, oh, glad I'm not that way anymore. Oh, of course not. Yeah, I get it. I, I, I understand that it's not jealousy. No, you're just not that way anymore. I think that's but I, I think that's going to be a, a, a challenge going forward. Like, New York is a young person city. It will always be that way. You know, try to think about it. Try to think about it through the eyes of like a lifelong New Yorker who's now in their seventies. I mean, they've always watched their city be dominated by people in their mid twenties. It must be kind of difficult. It either keeps you young because you don't resent it and you like being around it, or it probably ages you more rapidly because it's exhausting if it's annoying. Yeah, I think I, you got to work a little that, bit though. to tune it out, though. You know. Yeah, I think like the the high road is to go. All right, that's what they're doing now. But, like, you know, I get, um, like, it just becomes more apparent, like, especially, like, doing, like, 
downtown stuff that like you know when you go to the lower east side you're like oh it's not even galleries anymore it's just brunch and brunch and booze in and then you go to tribeca and you're like it this just popped up and you're already taking over what the fuck like the gentrification of like the way that like art stuff happens then people like take you know the finding and the taking over is just like at a rapid clip that i'm like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. You, what do you mean you're already here and it's like well the art actually reverse gentrified and shoved their way into a place where they're like oh money's there we'll just go right, there because right, there's right. no c- commercial real estate and then you're like what oh okay weird yeah i think that has i don't know I, I think that's because there's no lower end of art anymore you know and there's nothing cutting edge about it it's become um thoroughly accessible in a way that it's never was before like normal people are kind of into art as a background for their gentrification and previously yeah. that was true in the form of like graffiti and things like that. That's why Bushwick and Williamsburg look the way that they do. But now like quote like avant-garde or like contemporary art has become you have a similar at the background. Museum. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And the two things have been conflated. So you can no longer like rely on the idea that there's going to be something cool and sort of underground like Orchard Street used to be where that was a beacon in the middle of Chinatown that then brought the gentrification doesn't work that way anymore. Like the art and the gentrification go hand in hand. Now is what you're describing. Yeah. Which I think is true. Literally skipping down the street, just going like, if you come, I'll go. Mm -hmm. Like if you buy a fucking condo, I'll open a gallery downstairs. And it's like, what? Like, it makes me a little sad, but it's like, it's just pure capitulation of like the money's there. Great. I'll go there. And I'm like, the whole point was to like find space, find neighborhoods that were, kind of cheap so you could envision something bigger for artists you know right like right. that was like that kind of thing of like taking over soho or whatever or it's because the upper east side was congested right and like now it's just flipped it's like well money's over there we, we just gotta there's no retail so we gotta take over that we're going there we're yeah going and there. it's, it's okay. unfortunate go but you got to kind of calibrate your expectations for what you're going to see on an art walk differently and maybe if you're looking for the kind of uh vibes where you can have like a nice conversation with your friends that isn't around a bunch of noisy drunkards it's not going to be the day you take your art walk that that happens maybe there are other activities and other places to like look for that in yeah yeah you know, like the, You're not the, wrong. a couple episodes ago when you were sort of wondering, like, would it have been cool to go see comedy or whatever? Maybe that's another zone you could, like, explore or just find, you know, finding other communities that have nothing to do with art. Maybe there's more of what you're looking for there. And the days when you go see Art Walk, it's purely professional and you're just going to, like, check things off the list and, you know, it's going to be kind of annoying. Well, it was always kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Now it's just, just like the dial went up one notch, and I'm like, Ugh. I mean, at the end of the day, what I realized, I was like, I'm glad. And I was thinking about this a little bit today, though, a little bit. I was like, I'm glad I don't work in art. Like at at, at some point, I was like, I was like a little wistful. I'm like, what have I done? I I don't work in art, but at the same time, my job is now my job, but also. I am in charge of a certain aspect of the visual of it. And I'm like, I guess that was part of the training, but I maybe I didn't need to go into debt for it. But, you know, 
I, I don't have the cachet of other people who like, you know, throw crates around. Yeah, I mean, like, there's you know, there's certain perks to that type of thing. Uh, working in art does have its perks because you have a slightly different access, I guess, to the back of house how, stuff. How or, much though? You know, you you have some, and you you have kind of a lot because you have the keys to places. You know what I mean? It's it's not yeah. all bad, but the but the demystification that comes along with working in the commercial art sector is really brutal. I mean, I went through that entire ringer. I think it was responsible for a manic episode and a move to another state. You know? So, yeah. like... You think it was, or it was? It was, you know. There... <laughs> um, but it's taken it's taken me some distance to realize that, like, it's not all bad and it's fine, but you just have to take it for what it is and that, like, you know... The art world is nothing to put on a pedestal. You can't have any expectations of it. And I think that comes uh, in the same form as a viewer of art when you're just walking around galleries. Now you can't have any expectations for it being a nice experience. It's just going to be uh, checking things off a list. It's labor. It's labor, yeah. 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 Which no, is an it, unfortunate yeah. like process to go through and like look at something that you like doing and realize that you don't like anything else everything about it, about it. Yeah. yeah yeah and like part of my like thinking back was like oh am I, am I like a disappointment to people who like helped me out and i was like god i don't care because they were they were also trying to you know speaking of the local ohioanness they were also already like trying to carve out spaces for themselves at 40 or 45 like I, it's very it's very different to be younger than that and be and go like i don't really care about striving i don't want to be a 45 to 50 year old striver yeah yeah no i think that's i think that's positive i think you're just ahead of the curve everybody gets their event i don't know yeah yeah everybody gets there eventually you always want to be a a a better version of yourself and when you're a striver you're not you're not yourself you're always trying to become something else you're yeah, living in the future rather than in the present, you know. Yeah, especially if you're like again, if you're like not already wealthy. You're like if you live that thing of like, well, art will get me in and get me out of my thing, it's like you're gonna put all your eggs in that basket of you think you're that good at that one thing. I don't know. No I don't know if anyone can be. There are people who do that, but it's so rare and we just hold that up as like that kind of thing of like well, they did it, so can I. Like Dana did this, so I can do that too. And it's like, no, I'm not fucking Dana. Are you kidding me? Right, and, no. and that and that has um, not even so much to do with her talent or inherent inherent ability. It's not like you're trying to measure up to somebody like Dana Schutz, but um, she's also incredibly good at marketing. You know, like you have to be good yeah. at all of these other things that are nobody really tells you about and you didn't know you were signing up for. And, and that's true of every business. I mean, yeah. it wouldn't matter if you were an artist or a comedian, anything in the humanities especially, but any business in general, you end up having to be better at at something else just so you get to do what you want as a side effect. And then yes. that ends up turning into pure labor and your real job is to the side of it. It's some some other 
set of skills. The performance entirely. matters than the the set building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, well. Yeah. You realize stuff on on long walks. You do. All right. Is that enough for the free feed? Have we? Uh, yeah. Sure. That's been about. I don't. Has it been about right? Yeah. Yeah. One awake. Yeah. That that's free feed material. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to turn the record off and go turn the light on because I'm having the same problem as last yeah, time. Yeah, well, hold on. Let, 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 let's remind the people to pay for for the fun shit. Sure. Join the pa- Patreon. Come on. Yeah, patreon.com slash Green and Lewis. The Patreon's fun. We have episodes on there. Yeah, give us your money. Give Camper your money that I never see. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs>